Praise God. Are you glad to be here on a Wednesday night? Come on, let everything that hath breath praise ye the Lord. We ought to give him glory right now. Come on, he's been too good to us not to. I said he's been too good to us not to give him glory. He's been too good to me for me to be quiet right now. I said he's been too good. That ought to be enough reason for you to shout. That ought to be enough reason for you to dance right now. That ought to be enough reason for you to clap your hands, all you people, and shout unto God with a voice of triumph. Because you got to know you are triumphant in Jesus Christ. Amen, you're a victor tonight. You're not a victim, you're a victor. I'm thankful for the victory that I have in him. Even when I feel like I don't have victory, I'm still walking in victory. Even when it looks like I'm on the wrong side of the winning, when I'm not on the winning side, I still got the victory. Praise the Lord. I know there's some folks in here tonight, you believe that. Tell by your worship. You can tell who's got victory by how they act when they come in the house of the Lord. Amen. Well, I'm not emotional, Brother Miller. Will you let somebody come and tell you you want a million dollars? Let's see how emotional you get. Amen. Let somebody mess with one of them babies you got. You see how emotional you get. I feel some toes I'm stepping on right now. Yeah, I'm just not emotional. You're emo you emotional about the wrong thing then. You need to get emotional about Jesus. Because it makes him feel good when people run up and down the aisles. It, it makes him feel good when somebody gets a dance in their step. I said it makes him feel good when you clap your hands to it. Oh, you need to get emotional when you come in here. You got to get a little bit emotional. If God's been good to you, I said if God's been good to you, you ought to let him know how you feel about him. You can sit there like a bump on a log if you want to, but you're going to have to pardon me because he's been too good to me for me to sit still. He's been too good to me for me not to lift my voice. He's been too good to me for me not to dance slow. Well, I feel the Holy Ghost in here. I know God's getting ready to move. God says, are you going to move with me? Are you going to stand still? God said, I'm ready to move. Are you going to move with me? Friend, there's life in here. There's life. You might have walked in here feeling half dead, but God came to revive you. God came to breathe life into you. Just like that old prophet when he looked out across that valley full of dry bones and he said, can these bones live? He said, can these bones live? Looking at complete destruction. All kinds of chaos going on. And Ezekiel began to speak the word of the Lord. And life came in to what was dead. Order was brought into chaos. I'm telling you right now that there's life in this place. Jesus said, the thief cometh not, but to kill, steal, and to destroy. But I came that they might have life, and then they might have it more abundantly. You just ain't got life. You got abundant life. Does anybody feel what the preacher's saying? Does anybody feel like you got a bundle line? Woo! Praise God. Give honor tonight to the pastor and his wife. Give them a hand clap. Love and appreciate them very much. Some of the best folks you'll ever meet in your life. Give honor to all of you, faithful saints of God. Show up on a Wednesday night, been working all day. 
fighting hell, tired. A lot of us been up before the sun come up. God's going to refresh you before you walk out of here tonight. I prophesy that in Jesus' name right now. I prophesy refreshing over God's people. Praise the Lord. Services like we've been having will wear you out. It will. All that God has been doing, all the healings that's taken place, all the folks that's received the Holy Ghost, all that's been baptized in Jesus' name, takes a lot out of you. If you put something in it, it takes a lot out of you. I've been praying all day for God to refresh and renew the spirits of men and women that drug themselves to the house of God just because you're faithful. God's looking for somebody who's faithful, Brother Craig. It's not about the big things. It's not about the gifts and the callings and the office you might walk in. But it's about our faithfulness to Him. Praise God. He is so faithful to us. Even when we're not. Blows me away. He's faithful when we're not. I'm so very thankful for that. God is so good. Think of how patient He is with me. Makes me want to be patient with others. Think about that for a minute. It's not what we're going to talk about tonight. I just feel that in the Holy Ghost right now. Have trouble being patient with somebody. You just sit back and you look in the mirror and you think about how patient God is with you. It'll change your attitude a little bit. Praise God. Thankful that He's long-suffering. Merciful. Praise the Lord. I do feel as God spoke has spoke to me this particular service. There's a great work to be done here in Bethlehem. It's already taken place. This is just the beginning of what God's desiring to do. We heard a prophetic word here Sunday night. I, I hope that somebody wrote that down. So God didn't say it just for us to hear it and walk out of here and forget about it. but he wants us to take hold of what he has spoken. The work that has begun here. This is the tip of the iceberg. It's going to take everybody involved from the front to the back to get the job done. You're important. You're vital to the kingdom of God, whether you know it or not. The enemy would lie and tell you that nobody even recognizes if you're here. If you hear that voice, you just go ahead and recognize that's your adversary trying to keep you from fulfilling the will of God. Praise the Lord. Praise the Lord. 1 Peter chapter 2 and verse 3. 1 Peter chapter 2 and verse 3. Be reading through verse 6. I was doing some reading earlier and got to reading about stonemasons. They have traditionally carved a symbol onto all the stones that they've done work. They call it a banker mark. This mark identifies the work of a particular stonemason. 
They were passed down from generation to generation. I got to thinking about the body of Christ as I read this. You and I are marked. We're covered by the blood. Been chosen, called out. There's nothing that can take that mark away. First Peter 2 and 3 says, If so be ye have tasted that the Lord is gracious, to whom coming as unto a living stone, disallowed and dean of, of, of men, but chosen of God and precious, ye also as lively stones are built up a spiritual house, a holy priesthood to offer up spiritual sacrifices acceptable to God by Jesus Christ. Wherefore also it is contained in the scriptures, Behold, I lay in Zion a chief cornerstone, elect and precious, and he that believeth on him shall not be confounded. Lively stone. The word lively translates in the fifth verse to dissolve, which means alive. To be among the living, active and blessed, endless in the kingdom of God. I'm going to preach from this title for a minute, help of the Holy Ghost. Lively stones. Lively stones. Sister right here, the red. God is going to heal your body tonight. And you will not have any more problems. Sister, lay your hand on her right now. Come on, everybody, just, go, just continue to play, brother. Step right out here, sister. I'm going to lay my hand on you. You're going to feel warm flow all the way through your body, brother Aaron. Come help me out. Yep. What you're dealing with right now, even the pain in your body right now is fixing to leave. I take authority over it in the name of the Lord Jesus, the authority of the Word of God and the power of the Holy Ghost. God, I command every bit of it to leave right now. In the name of the Lord Jesus Christ, the authority of the Word of God and the power of the Holy Ghost. God, I release virtue. Sister, that's healing that you feel right now. That's healing that you feel right now. That's it. If you feel virtue, I just want you to wave your hand like this. That's it. Just wave your hand back and forth. God's doing the work. That's it. Come on, the eternal problems that you've had, I take dominion over them in the Holy Ghost. The pain that you stepped out here with, it's gone right now. Every bit of it in Jesus' name. It's gone. That's it. Let's clap our hands to the Lord. God's trying to build faith in here right now. Come on, the brother stood up and said it. Come on, there's going to be healing that takes place. Come on. I said there's going to be healing that takes place. Our God is the healer. No matter what it is tonight, no matter if it's cancer, no matter if it's a migraine headache, no matter if it's a toothache, God can heal it. I'm telling you right now, He desires to heal it. Praise God. You lift your hands all across the house. We're going to pray. If you got the Holy Ghost, I want you to lift your voice in here. Father, we love you. In the name of the Lord Jesus Christ, the authority of the Word of God, the power of the Holy Ghost. God, I take authority over this service right now. God, I pray for your anointing to be upon every heart and every mind. God, I pray for your anointing to be upon me. Help me bring things to my remembrance. God, let me speak with clarity. Say only what you want said, nothing more. 
God, give me ears to hear and eyes to see. God, confirm your word. In the name of the Lord Jesus Christ, I ask all these things. We clap our hands to the Lord one more time. Sister, standing right back there by that post, the storm that you're in is just to be over with. Matter of fact, I'm finna speak peace to it right now and it's gonna settle. Every time I looked over at you, I seen you standing in the middle of a ship. Waves were rocking. Yeah, you. It's finna settle right now. Peace is coming to it. In the name of the Lord Jesus Christ, the authority of the Word of God and the power of the Holy Ghost. God, I peace in her home right now in the name of Jesus. I speak peace. That's it. The storm is settling. I said the storm is settling. Go ahead and believe it right now. Receive what God's doing right now. Come on. There's a stillness coming in your mind. There's a soundness coming. Come on, your mind's been in a whirlwind, but I'm telling you that peace is coming right now. For God has not given you a spirit of fear, but a power of a strong mind. God, and I speak soundness right now. Come on, we serve the living God. I said our God is alive and well. He's not in the grave. He's not made out of wood. He's got ears to hear and eyes to see. And he knows every situation in this house. Friend, and he's willing to deal with it. He's willing to step in and turn whatever you got going on around. You got to believe that tonight. You got to let your faith elevate. Hey, you got to know I'm a lively stone. I'm not a dead stone. I'm alive today. I said, I'm alive today. There's life dwelling on the inside of me. I said, there's life dwelling on the inside of me. Praise God. Praise God. Praise God. God's going to do a work in here tonight. It's already begun. You're going to help me preach. I want you to say amen. Amen. You may be seated tonight just for a minute in the name of Jesus. Lively stones. For centuries, Christianity has often portrayed Joseph, the earthly father of Jesus, as a carpenter who made his living dominantly working with wood. For many of us, including myself, we've read children's Bibles with pictures of a young Jesus at his father's side, helping him while learning to work with nails, saws, and hammers. This interpretation of the, this occupation at surface level is understandable because in the Gospel of Matthew chapter 13, the Jews asked the famous question when talking of Jesus, is not this the carpenter's son? The word carpenter here translates into the Greek as tecton, meaning a craftsman, carpenter, or a builder. So at face value, without understanding Jewish culture and landscape, this mistake can easily be made. But through a deeper study, one would soon find out that trees are relatively scarce in these parts. And according to Jewish scholars, almost all homes in Israel are constructed with stone because of this. In my opinion tonight, the Bible gives us grounds to believe that Joseph was actually a stonemason, which means that Jesus, who the Bible refers to as the chief cornerstone, would have been trained in this trade following Jesus 
in his father's footsteps because a stonemason is someone who takes rough pieces of stone or rock and shapes them into geometric shapes in order to create a structure or an art form. So I can see Jesus as a young boy watching his father each and every day taking that chisel and hammer and making that rock and chiseling it down and smoothing it down and making it fit exactly the way that he wants to. And that's the same way that God does you and I, that whenever we come to him, that we come to him with rough places in our life. I'll be the first to admit tonight, Brother Devin, there's some rough areas in my life, and I've got to have the great stonemason. I've got to have the chief cornerstone, if you will, work on me from time to time. i got to allow him to take and chisel me and smooth me down and get these rough places out of my life. And I want to tell you, sometime it can be a little bit painful when this begins to happen. It can be a little bit painful when God begins to work on us. But we got to know and understand that the, all that Christianity is about is being conformed into his image. And I believe that day after day as Jesus would watch old Joseph, that eventually he would surpass his father in the work that he was doing and rocks that Joseph would walk by, rocks that other stonemasons would rock by. Jesus would stop and he would pick them up and he would say, I believe that I can do something with this right here. And that's the same way with you and I, friend, when other people would have walked you by and other people would have counted you out. Jesus Christ reached down and picked you up and put you on the table and said, I think I can work with that right there. I think I can frame him in to the holy habitation to the holy habitation that I'm building. Is anybody glad today that you're no longer strangers and foreigners but are built on the foundation of the apostles and the prophets? Jesus Christ himself being the chief cornerstone. Friend, God will never reject you when you come to him. God will never throw you away. I can see Jesus right now with a bag full of stones that nobody else wanted and he said I can work with that right there because Jesus knew what it felt like to be rejected Jesus knew what it felt like to be refused Psalm 118 and 22 says the stone that was refused has become the head of the corner Friend, he was rejected of men when all he wanted to do is save them and I'm preaching to some folks tonight and you feel like there's no place for you. You feel like there's no purpose for you. But God has got a plan for your life. God has got a purpose while he brought you into the kingdom. And it's your job to find out what it is. It's your job to seek out what it is that God would have you to do. Then you are a lively stone. You got to lift up your head and know who you are today. That you've been called out of darkness into his marvelous light who in times past were not a people but are now the people of God who had not obtained mercy but now have obtained mercy. You are lively stones tonight. Stones that everybody would have rejected. Friend, I was one of them stones that was rejected of men. I was one of them stones that said that one right there ain't never going to make it. But then Jesus came walking by and he found me right there where I was at. And he picked me up and he grafted me in. Does anybody know what I'm talking about right now? Was you one of them stones that was threw out in the field, Brother Craig, that everybody else just walked on by? But then Jesus said, no, I can do something with that. He's got potential. He's got something I can work with. I've got a purpose for him. I've got an expected end. 
I've got a future and a hope for this man or this woman. Don't let the adversary get in your ear and cause you to leave the church. Don't let people get in your ear and cause you to walk out on God. Friend, God's called you here with purpose. God's called you here with a plan. And if there's a thousand seed auditorium over there waiting to be filled, it's going to take everybody under the sound of my voice walking in what God has called you to walk in. It's time for some folks in here to grow up spiritually. You've been eating milk long enough. Then it's time to get on some meat. It's time to grow up a little bit and start eating some steak. It's time to grow up a little bit and not live Sunday to Wednesday, but walk every day in the fullness of what God has called you to walk in. If every time you come to the house of God, you need something, how are you going to give something away? How are you going to give something to that visitor that might be here that needs the Holy Ghost, that needs a healing? If you're always cast down, if your lips always pushed out, how in the world are you going to win somebody with that type of mentality? you got to recognize today if that's you. I'm trying to stomp on your toes. I'm trying to challenge you a little bit. you got to understand that you're a lively stone. And God has got a purpose for you. I said God has got a purpose for, the, for bringing you into his kingdom. Everybody lift your hands right now. God, every offense. God, I tear it down in the name of Jesus Christ. God, I speak to every stony heart right now. God, and I tell it to become flesh. I tell it to become flesh right now to receive this word. No stone would go to waste. No matter the size or the dimension, color or shape, Jesus could see the value in each and every one. And there were many stones that other masons would have left behind that seemed unusable, never to be thought about again. But the Lord had a way of seeing the potential in every stone that others couldn't. The Bible says that he that has begun a good work in you will perform it until the day of Jesus Christ. Friend, just because you mess up, don't quit. Just because you make a mistake, don't quit. Just because you ain't making a hundred, don't quit. You just got to push yourself back up off the ground and say, I'm going to give it another shot. I'm a part of this thing. I'm not walking away. I'm not walking away. God's got a purpose for why he's called me. And the most important thing in my life is fulfilling it tonight. The most fulfilled you will ever be in your life is fulfilling the will of God for your life. I'm going to tell you, Jesus, when he would see these stones, he was seeing them through the eyes of the Father. See, he was seeing them through the eyes that created the galaxy. He was seeing them through the eyes that formed the Rocky Mountains. He was seeing them through the eyes that created the Sierra Desert. He was seeing them through the eyes that placed the stars in the sky. And whenever he looked down on you and I. He seen what we could be. He didn't see what we was, but he seen what we could become. I said he's seen what you could become. Don't let the enemy get in your ear and condemn you and beat you down just because you ain't standing perfect, just because you ain't getting it all right, just because you ain't got it all together. Friend, if everybody in here would be honest, they would say, I don't have it all together. I'll tell you right now, in front of everybody sitting here, I don't have it all together, Brother Marshall. But every day I put 
one foot in front of the other and I remind myself that even though the situation might be hard, even though the circumstance might be tough, I am a lively stone and I've been called out of darkness into his marvelous light. I said I've been called out of darkness into his marvelous light. When John the Baptist was baptizing there on the Jordan River, here come them Pharisees. And he said, O generation of viper, who has warned you of the wrath that was to come? He said, who warned you of the wrath that was to come? He said, bring forth therefore fruits meet for repentance and say not that Abraham is our father. He said, know not that God is able to raise up these stones as seed unto Abraham. Friend, he wasn't talking about the white rocks on the river bank. He was talking about the Gentiles that were standing there watching everything going on. And I'm telling you tonight, friend, there's neither Jew nor Greek, bond nor free, male nor female. You are all one in Christ Jesus. You are a chosen generation, a royal priesthood, a holy nation, a peculiar people. You ought to shout right now, friend, that God's seen potential. God's seen potential in you. Because the Jews wouldn't receive him. Because the Jews denied him as the Messiah. God said, I'm going to raise these stones up. I'm going to use these stones. I'm going to take these Gentiles and I'm going to graft them in as a wild olive branch. Woo! That's why when the Lord came riding in to Jerusalem on Palm Sunday, whenever the Lord came riding in on that little old code, and then disciples was lifting up their voice and magnifying God, then all the Pharisees trying to quieten them down. I'm going to tell you what them Pharisees was. Them was a bunch of religious folks. See, religious people try to quiet you down try to tell you uh, all that ain't necessary you ain't got to do all that dancing you ain't got to do all that shouting you ain't got to do all that hand clapping Jesus turned and told them he said if I tell them to be quiet he said the stones are going to cry out he said them he said them Gentiles is going to praise my name. Do I got anybody in here tonight that'll say, hey, never will a rock cry out in my place. He's worthy of all my praise. Never will a rock. Somebody ought to give him glory right now. Somebody ought to praise his name. That God seen potential in some old Gentiles. He seen potential in some old heathens. Some folks like you and I who were not covenant people. And then Pharisees was looking at them. But God seen something on the inside of them. He said, I'm going to use them. I'm going to use them Gentiles. I'm going to graft them in. I got a purpose for them. I got a plan for them. I'm going to provoke you to jealousy by grafting them in. Woo! He wasn't talking about the white rocks. He was trying to tell them Gentiles over there that there's coming a day. And you that ain't in covenant are going to be in covenant. You that cannot call me your God are going to be able to call me your God. I lift your hands right now. Lively stones. I said you're alive today. Jesus said I am the resurrection and I am the life. 
He that believeth in me, though he were dead, yet shall he live. And whosoever believeth in me shall never die. Believest thou this? There is life. There is eternal life dwelling on the inside of you. Eternal life. This flesh might pass and go away. But only a heavenly home awaits. Kiki alaba rosotoyon dala bahaya. Ika rokotoyo sondolobo kiki atare. Ila marakasatayande. Iko retoyo toreto sotoye la bahaya. Ike retoyon de la basataye. Iko morotoyo sotoyo lobokaya. Lift your hands right now. I feel the Holy Ghost. I feel the spirit of ministry in here. That's it. Come on, pray right now. Come on, lively stones. Lively stones. Speak life to your situations tonight. Come on, God's able to revive. God's able to restore. God's able to renew. No matter how broken the situation may be, no matter how shattered the circumstance may seem, Jesus Christ is able to bring life back into it. In the book of Nehemiah, the fourth chapter, with permission from King Xerxes, the Jews began to rebuild the walls that had been destroyed years earlier by King Nebuchadnezzar and the Babylonian army. And verse 1 says, But it came to pass that when Sanballat heard that we rebuilded the wall, that he was right. And he took great indignation and mocked the Jews. And he spake before his brethren in the army of Samaria and said, What do these feeble Jews? He said, Will they fortify themselves? Will they sacrifice? Will they make an end in a day? Listen right here. Will they revive the stones out of the heaps of the rubbish which are burned? And there's some folks in here tonight, and you were burnt, smoothed down to the ground. You feel like you ain't going to make it. You feel like you can't take one more step. You feel like there ain't nothing going right and everything around you has been destroyed. But I come to tell you today that God can work in your life with what's left. All that was left for Nehemiah was burnt rubble. It was stones that had been destroyed. It was gates that had been burned. But God looked at it and said, that's a Enough, and they just went to put their hands on the plow and went to work today. Man, I'm telling you, God can revive you out of the dead situation that you're in. God can revive the stones that are in this place. God can revive the stone that feel like all the life has been ripped out of them. Friend, you're in the middle of a revival right now. Why not let God revive you? Why not let God revive you? We need you strong today. We need you spiritually healthy today. We need you ready today, not only to work, but to go to war because the entire time that they began to build the wall, the adversary continually stayed in their ear. The adversary continually came against them day and night. Friend, but they fought with a hammer in one hand and with a sword in another. Friend, I'm telling you today that you got to let this revival take hold of you and not turn it loose. You got to let this revival get on the inside of you and not let it go because God spoke in here on Sunday night that this was a time of visitation and you don't want to miss this hour. You don't want to miss this moment. Friend, if you need reviving, you're going to have to be honest with yourself. You're going to have to be honest with God and say, Lord, I need you to touch me right now. I don't feel like a lively stone 
I feel like a dead stone. I feel like I ain't going to make it. I feel like I'm going under. Woo! Then God can revive you. God can breathe life into you as the Holy Ghost begins to move. I wish I had somebody that would believe what I'm preaching right now. I wish somebody would shout unto God with a voice of triumph. I wish somebody would lift up their voice. Friend, the king... I said the king is riding in right now. The king is riding in right now. And somebody need to cry out. Somebody need to lift up their voice. Somebody need to declare the king is here. And I'm ready to give him praise. I'm ready to praise his name. Praise him on the high sounding cymbals. Praise him for his mighty act. Praise him for his excellent greatness. Let everything that has breath praise ye the Lord. I wish I had some crazy folk that would give God glory right now. I wish I had some wild folks that would get it settled in your spirit. There ain't nobody going to take my place. There ain't nobody going to take my praise. There ain't no situation that's going to rob me of the only thing. I said of the only thing that I can give God. That's all that you got that you can give him is your praise tonight. Don't withhold it from him. Give God the glory right now. Come on, give God glory right now. Lift your voice all across the place. Come on. You better take hold of the revival that's here. Come on. God can revive the situation. God can revive the stones. God can revive the stones. Come on, we got to push right now. I know we're tired. I know it's Wednesday night. Come on, but we've got to push. Brother, look at me right now. Listen to me. Your ministry is going to be different than other people's. But that does not mean that it is not necessary and useful in the kingdom of God. Do not let the enemy get in your ear and speak that lie to you. Come here, son. I'm finna lay my hand on you. Let me tell you something, son. To make a difference, you gotta be different. You remember that. To make a difference, you gotta be different. Kalabaroto yolo bosala bahaya. Ilamarata yala basanda la bayela bahaya. Come on, lively stones. Do I got anybody who's alive in here? Come on, is anybody in here alive today? You ought to give God praise in here. You ought to give Him glory. Then if you're a lively stone. Come on, the enemy be in your ear. Telling you if a fox run across that wall, it's going to crumble and go to the ground. And if you think hell ain't taking notice of what's going on around here, friend, you you better recognize. I said you better recognize. Hell's going to try to stop and shut down what God has begun. And if we don't take hold of what's taking place around here, Hell will have his way. I said, hell will have his way. Lift your hands right now. You need to pray right now. I'm telling you in the Holy Ghost. 
There's going to be a whole lot of salt. You might as well get ready. I'm telling you, I feel it in the spirit. I can see. Come on, and it's not just going to come against individuals. It's going to come against this church. Brother, I can see it right now. Sister, right back there, I believe your shirt says faith on it. There's healing coming in your body right now. There's an infirmity that has taken hold to you. And you need God to heal you. And it has caused fear in your life because it is severe. When I lay my hand on you, God is going to touch you. The problem that you've been having is not going to occur, not anymore. After this night, I curse it in the name of Jesus Christ. The authority of the Word of God and the power of the Holy Ghost. God, I bind that, that infirmity right now. It's internal, sister. Yeah. And we're going to believe the report of the Lord. We ain't going to believe the report of what the doctor said. That's right. Yeah. We ain't going to believe what the doctor said. We're going to believe what the Lord says. God says you are healed right now in Jesus' name. In the name of the Lord Jesus, the authority of the Word of God and the power of the Holy Ghost. Or touch this brother's heart right now. Yep. In the name of the Lord Jesus Christ, the authority of the Word of God, the power of the Holy Ghost, God, I speak healing right now to the heart. That's it. If you men up there, if y'all would just begin to play, I want y'all to begin to play something soft. Come on. If you're a lively stone in here, I want you to just let, let, let God use you. There's a spirit of ministry in here. Lively stones. Lively stones. Come on, if you need to be revived, you just need to open yourself up right now. Need to let God begin to do the work. And you need to let God begin to work on you right now.
You see it, every hand lifted. Come on, every hand lifted, every. I want every voice to be raised right now. I want you to begin to talk to the Lord. Brother Bobby, there's change coming. There's change coming in your life, okay? I see a change. It's very significant. Something you've desired. God has heard your petition. And it is His will. A change is coming. That's it. You receive it right now. Lively stones. Lively. you to hear what I'm telling you right now. It's time to come home. God has kept his hand on you and protected you or the enemy already would have took your life. It's time to come home. God can restore back into your life what the enemy has taken. Yeah. There's been a relationship that's been severed, destroyed. Kita robo soto yondela bahaya. Iko yondolo bokero bisataya. And I break chains off of you right now that hold you bondage. Dependency. Ikoyela baroto yo son de la bahaya. Ikoyon de recondo lo bosoto ye. Brother, if you just open up right now and let God work, God's going to do heart surgery right now. That's the Holy Ghost, brother. That's where them tears are coming from. You're just speaking that heavenly language. Come on. There's sounds and syllables and words coming in your mind right now, and you just speak them out. That's it, Brother Trey. Yeah. Speak that out. Kayala baroto yolo bosanda la bahaya. That's it. Everybody pray right now. Pray loud, church. That's it, brother Trey. That's the Holy Ghost. Go ahead and speak that. Alalaba karokila basata la bahaya. That's it. Ila baroto yolo bosata la bahaya la bakila baye la bahaya. Lole barakata yala basanda la baye la bakila baroto yolo baye la bahaya. That's it, Trey. That's the Holy Ghost. Kola baroto yolo bosala baye la bahaya. That's the Holy Ghost. Kala bayala 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 baroto yolo bosoto ye. Ikaya la baraka sataya de la bahaya. Ila maroto yonda la basin kaya de. 
That's it. That's the Holy Ghost. Kolavo roto yosson olavo yela vahaya. You know that. That's it. Come on. This man just prayed back through. Life brought right back to him. Sister, there's a different countenance on you tonight than there's been every night I've seen you. There's a different countenance. Church, don't quit praying right now. you, I seen y'all building, remodeling a home. And God is going to make that possible, okay? God's going to provide what you need to do that. See, God knows everything about us. That's right where we're at. I see an increase in your finances. I see a raise. I just laid my hand on you. I see a raise. If somebody in here has had a scare with cancer, I want you to move. I want to pray for you right now. people catch me in the parking lot and say, Brother Miller, that was me. I just didn't move. I want to pray for you. God's going to touch you. I take authority over it right now in the name of Jesus Christ. God, I bind it loose it from the individual. God, that the fear that they have felt because of this be removed right now.
the name of the Lord Jesus, the authority of the Word of God, the power of the Holy Ghost. God, I curse it right now. I speak healing in the name of Jesus. Take authority over it. And I bind it in the name of the Lord Jesus Christ. The authority of the Word and the power of the Holy Ghost. God, I command it to leave. Sister, healing's fixing to come in your body right now. Brother Devin, God's doing it. Keep praying, boy. Keep praying. Come on, I know it's still in here right now. That's all right. Sister, God's going to touch you. In the name of the Lord Jesus Christ, the authority of the Word of God, the power of the Holy Ghost. God, I bind what I see right now. In the name of the Lord Jesus Christ, the authority of the Word of God, the power of the Holy Ghost, God, I speak healing right now. God, I take authority over it. I curse it by the root. God, I tell it to be removed. In the name We've had, we had a couple of visitors here. If you need the Holy Ghost, God will fill you with the Holy Ghost right now. Brother, how's the, did any more of them not school away? Yeah. How many How many's gone? Most of them have left. Uh, we've, how many did you have? Several. Probably four or five. More than that. I know that one disappeared off your head. Had another one right here. Had several knots. They're almost all gone. That's why Spirit of Gift of Healing's in here right now. We're not going to get in a hurry. I'm not going to keep you too much longer, but I don't want to outrun God. another testimony right here she went we prayed for her probably the second week of revival she was having all kinds of problems with her ears different things with her tubes and different things was going on eardrums she went back to the doctor and everything is completely fine a healing God. Sister, how do you feel right here in the red? Good. Praise the Lord. You know where that sister got the Holy Ghost in the hospital room? Yeah. Ain't that something? God will meet us right where we're at. Soto
I speak healing right now. Stomach. And some issues. Yeah. Right here as well. In the name of Jesus Christ. Yeah. See, God knows all about it. The authority of the Word of God and the power of the Holy Ghost. God, I speak healing virtue. I'm going to turn that live stream off for a minute. I'll tell, I'm going to tell Brother Vasquez what I'm just going to say.